Welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And this week, we are being very thankful for things. Very thankful indeed. And we are thankful for the film of Blood Rage. We are giving thanks to um, our American uh, friends, listeners, patronages, uh, because surprisingly, we do get a large amount of listeners from America. I think most of our listeners are from America. I'm not sure how we've cracked America, but we somehow have. <laughs> um, yes. So we thought we'd do a special Thanksgiving episode um, for our American brothers and sisters. For those who are not in America and do not celebrate Thanksgiving, then this will hopefully perk you up on a Monday morning when you are going to work or going about the mis- the miserable day that is Monday. In the UK, it's, it's very wet and cold at the moment, so hopefully this will cheer you up. Um, <laughs> as always, thank you for listening. Um, and if you could hit the subscribe button, that's great. And then leave us a lovely review. It always helps. And like Epo said, today we are looking at a uh, 1987 slasher, which is Blood Rage, or as it was um, released in uh, theatrically, uh, Nightmare at Shadow Woods, which is a shit name. <laughs> Let's be honest. Absolute shit. That was the uh, that was the censored version, wasn't it? Apparently, yes. this, this was a properly censored. Like even in America, this was a properly censored horror film. They, they cut a lot of the graphic special effects and things like that, didn't they? Yeah, um, which I can understand because, I mean, plot-wise, plot this film is basically Halloween. <laughs> um, yeah. But with a slight twist. But, but the Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the main attraction here is the, the gore and the special effects, which for... I, I couldn't find the budget, but I don't think it was extremely... as It was an extremely large budget... Um, but the, this, the special effects of this film are actually definitely the highlight and it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but it was actually filmed in 1983 and then for some reason shelved for four years before it was finally released. Um, and it is, it's, uh, you know, I mentioned it for our listeners who have listened before i mentioned that this is a i'm quite a big fan of this film um i mentioned it and i'll rip off horrors because it basically is the story of halloween uh a young boy commits a murder seemingly out of the blue um and then however many years later 10 years later or something like that he escapes from the the mental facility he's at and returns home and that's kind of it, except yeah. this time we've got twins. We've added a little twist in there. The Loomis is now female. Uh, they tried, They did a little, the old oh. classic gender switch there. No, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of it. I mean, yeah, there's definitely, there's a lot between, I'd say this is another one that falls between um, Halloween and Friday the 13th. Yeah. And it has a bit of both mixed into there. A bit of the ideas, a bit of the slashes. The, the the horror effects feel very you know Savini very or you yeah, know, very very Friday the Thirteenth in style kind of thing and there is a kind of the way they go around there's there's the there's the kind of is it sword machete style for machete, weapon that's yeah. used it is a machete as well that's used around and it is a very kind of foresty camp feeling kind of setting for a lot of it like where they yeah. live feels very forest adjacent kind of thing which is um, strange because they live in Florida. 
which yeah. I've always thought was like really hot and like I don't want to say like a swamp, but you know you always hear about Florida man and you always hear like I, it yeah. being really hot. So hot, I was yeah, I so thought it would be a bit more like that. I think I mean I guess maybe like some of those scenes could be kind of swamp based because they are like quite often like standing on like bridges over rivers and yeah. things like that. So it could be the kind of the swamps of. I don't know, Florida or, you know, yeah. swamps of, I thought, Louisiana then. But, the yeah. Glades. The the Glades, yeah. yeah. But the, um, um, yeah, it's, there's definitely, there definitely is that kind of uh, feeling in the film of a mix of the two kind of ones in there. The story might be a little bit close, especially the the young boy kind of part of it, the, yeah. the opening of the film kind of thing, the way that a young boy and a killer kind of can come together. Yeah. A, I think uh, the twins are a nice twist. The twist is a nice twist, but I actually think the opening of the film is is pretty cool. I like that it kind of, you know, it opens up, you know, with a, it has a time jump. So I think it opens up in 1974 at a yeah. driving theatre. And I think that part really sets the, sets the scene for what's coming. You know, we've got like, a, it's a very 80s kind of, um, you know, driving theatre. You've got dudes wearing sleeveless shirts you've got people <laughs> like skating around uh, there's um, a, there's and a then, proper tune going on you've got yeah there's uh, a banging little it's got a good you've the got, film has a good soundtrack you've got it. ted Raimi selling condoms out of his coat i love that i so it made me think is ted is is this the origin of the no spray no layman you know <laughs> the old, yeah, yeah, the old cheeky coat in like the in the back of a driving yeah. theater kind of yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it quite could be the old no no Armani no Punani yeah <laughs> uh, for that's more than British this is a, this is an American pointed so um, they might not have this common thing in many of their uh, night clubs or clubs or whatever you call them I don't know how prominent they are in America they're quite yeah. big over here but that is... we have the man who is in the is in the toilets and. He sells aftershave. Yes, it, and... it, it's a very strange experience over here. You you might have like if you go to a fancy place, quite often you might find like I've seen it in films where they have like a guy handing out towers or towels yeah. or breath mints or like in a very fancy place. But over here, this is like in a really grungy, shitty club, <laughs> and then you've got a guy who's basically taken out a box of stuff of like uh, probably knock off off the back of a truck or not even the yeah. actual stuff like. Um, like kind of um, uh, de toilettes and you know all those kind of yeah. perfumes and he's laid them all out and he's also got some lollipops and some gum and, and things like that and probably he's probably got condoms as well probably but and, well I've never seen them with condoms no I'm honest. sure I'm sure he probably has them if you ask maybe he just hasn't laid those out but it's very it's it's both a very funny thing with the 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 no spray no lay like um, no, no stink no pink yeah they've always got little cat phrases but it's also if you're if you're someone who's coming to a club and you really don't want to have to spend five pounds in the bathroom just or you actually want to wash your hands it's it's a very uncomfortable experience as well at times it is <laughs> it is the is the if you're the person who's like well I I don't want to buy any of this stuff you have to stand there like he's trying to hand you like maybe a towel or he's trying to hand you some soap or things like that and it's like yeah i don't want it i just want to wash my hands and i want to get out of this bathroom which yeah, is already getting it, weirdly too familiar with people <laughs> yeah it's a strange one um but we have ted Raimi kind of doing that as a nice little uh kind of a little side bit and then we're introduced to um our main twins ted 
uh, Terry and Todd. Saying Ted Ramey and then Terry and Todd kind of yeah. really threw me off. Um, <laughs> and this is really weird because we see that the kids are uh, asleep in the back of the drive-in. They're only young boys at this point. And the mum is getting a, is getting a bit of a piping, um, to put it nicely. And it's really weird because I can't tell if this film is being like quite meta with it or if it's very serious with kind of sex being a massive theme in the film. You know, yeah. a lot of the times with, with slashers, um, you have a lot of the golden rules, you know, if you have premarital sex, you die, that sort of stuff. And I, I cannot figure out whether this film is kind of saying, well, it's kind of being meta with it and being like, well, that's kind of what you say, so that's kind of what we're doing, you know, we're kind of making fun of that. Or if they're just being like, nah, this dude just hates fucking. If there's a sight of a pipe, he goes kill him, you know? Yeah, with uh oh you mean yeah, I was gonna say I, I definitely thought that part with um I'm black is it is Terry the killer? Terry is the killer. Yeah, Todd, Todd is, is the one the, in the asylum. Yeah, is the one uh, in the asylum. He's blamed for it in the opening. Um yeah. but yeah, Terry seems to like he he gets an opportunity to have a proper piping with some lads. Yeah. And then he seems completely avert to it, like as if it seems like I was literally at points trying to work out, like, are they trying to say that he's like asexual? Like he's like, are they trying to push the whole psychopath? Like hasn't really got those urges in that way. Yeah. Or, or at one point, because there was kind of a lot of male things around as well. I was like, or are they trying to say Terry's gay? <laughs> like, what are they trying yeah. to push here? What are they pushing with the sexuality here? Mum, Mum doesn't get the... Mum actually isn't getting a pipe in there, is she? She's kind of too worried about the boys, isn't she? Well, she no, she's... She's... She's lipsing. She's doing the lipsing. Uh, she's doing she's the snog yeah. in the front. Yeah, um, she's snogging her... I don't know if he guy. ever slips anything in, he, but... No, he does. He goes to... I think he says, like... In, in paraphrase, he says, let's pipe. And she says, I'm worried about the kids. She says, the kids are asleep. And then she's like, all right, then let's crack on. They... I'm sure they go out... And then they go and find the guy who purchased the prophylactic from Ted Raimi. He's on the job. And then one of the twins is watching, gets an axe out, kills him. And then when he screams or when the screams are heard, um, somebody, it disturbs the mum from the pipe. I think that's what happens. Yeah. Time to get off off that pipe. Yeah. But touching (laughs) on what you were saying, you know, we get this scene. And then when it jumps later and the mum announces that she is getting married, that kind of, that sets something off in uh, in Terry. But there, yeah. And there's a scene before that where a family friend introduces their daughter and Terry's, like, flirting with her and is giving her the eyes and you're thinking, yeah, he wants the pipe. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, when it gets to that scene later on, He's all, you know, he, he's all pants and no trousers. You know, he doesn't. He, he doesn't like he's constantly trying to avoid the pipe. He's like more interested in TV and he's constantly yeah. like, nah, nah, I don't want that. It was like, it's like, it, it feels like the reverse of the roles that you normally see. It in does. Horror, it feels yeah. like you've got the, 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 the female who wants to be very sexualized and the male who, who doesn't, which is perfectly fine if you go that way with it kind of thing. But even that, I wasn't even sure if that was the point they were trying to make. I, I, I feel like Terry found her completely uninteresting kind of thing. What is, yeah. He but finds then a lot use... of people uninteresting, I think. Yeah. I think that it's one thing that works with the character front of the film is he definitely, he seems to be uninterested. Like, he just wants to play games with everyone. Yeah, and it's, but it's, whilst we just finish on the, on the set on the subject, piping. on the <laughs> piping, 
there's in horror movies it's not uncommon for us to have a scene where a piping is happening and a death happens you know um but this film does it three times it does it in the opening it does it with a single mother and then it does it with a couple towards the very end it does it three times which stuck out as this is definitely a theme that they're pushing yeah um but I kind of think just well, as the genuine... sexualized, I guess, from the the young the boys. Like that's the first. Yeah. Out of all the people that he could technically he could have killed his mum and the boyfriend, or you know what I mean? He could have yeah. gone to attack several people, but he was drawn to the sexualized, you know, almost as if that's what first created that awakening inside of him yeah. to kill was it's... actually seeing the sex. And therefore mm-hmm. that kind of is a major part for him throughout the film, I think. Yeah, because it is. It's it's played up quite heavily, and it's this is uh, part of the reason why I kind of like this film is it's not going to win any awards in terms of plot, <laughs> in terms of it, but it gets into it very quickly. So we open up with this scene, um, and then we go to I think it's we get a scene where we kind of see modern, kind of current day. Uh, his mum at the asylum and we hear that Todd is starting to remember what happened the night. So Todd is the innocent one who was yeah. being terrified. We are probably going to confuse people by calling them Terry and Todd and it's twin killers. It's a bit confusing. But it's, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit confusing. I feel like it's meant to play. I mean, I, I will give this film props for the fact that they so, I, I, like I'm surprised that they didn't go with not actually make making it even more unclear who was who. Yeah, I'm surprised the twist in this film because it's, it, I kept on expecting it to be the twist that actually, and right at the end of the film, like throughout the whole film, that actually, oh no, it, it's not actually Todd. It is Terry, or like it is Terry. Yeah. It wasn't Todd, which has been done in other horror films, but they don't actually go that way. They could have made it much less obvious which twin was the actually the killer but which is a strange choice isn't it it is like it could have been a big twist in the film like throughout the whole film you're saying it was this one and then actually oh wait no actually it wasn't but then again i guess at the same time an interesting thing is the fact that they again we with the terry character is the fact that we as the audience get to know that he is the actual killer throughout the whole thing and he's the one and mum has idolized like we see in that part with them mum has kind of mum seems to have very much gone to the point of denial of the fact that todd that like there could be any like it seems like it's questioned in the opening scene like did something else happen here it seems a little bit unusual and yet mum seems to have got to the point in her mind where she's saying to herself no no it was definitely it was definitely Todd Todd is the yeah. evil one Terry is the good one Terry can't do any wrong don't don't destroy me by making me change my perception of the world this is what has happened kind of yeah. thing in, from that very opening scene. Can I just say that mum in the opening scene, though, I was really thrown off straight away because I was like, why is this the guy who maybe looked like he was in his 30s? Why is this guy in his 30s trying to pipe someone who looks about 45? <laughs> I don't know. She, she uh, I think it's the grey hair, isn't it? it the, that the, makes the, her look much older. There was something about her face, I guess, about the skin, like the tightening around the mouth and things like that. But because I didn't think of it as being a like a, it was going to flash forward. So I get it. As soon as I was like, yeah, oh, yeah of course, it, it's going to go like 10 years further. So it's the same actress. But I was really like thrown off by the fact um, that, you know, I was like, watch, I just kept watching her going, 
why is this guy want to be with like her in that way kind of thing? Um, he was pipe, man. What's wrong with? Yeah, so no, that was one of those things that really threw me off in the beginning. The other thing that throws me off is because uh, we mentioned earlier about the titles is the fact that the film is called Slasher. Yes. The title says Slasher. There's there's never any um, Blood Rage, Nightmare by the Thing, or Blood Rage, or any of those titles. It is always it just sla- it just says Slasher at the start of it. That threw, it does threw me off. I was like, what am I watching? It- I was like, am I watching the right film? <laughs> I did the exact same thing, and then once it got into the drive-in theatre, I was like, yeah, this is it, and I didn't think about it anymore. Yeah. Until you literally said that, I realised. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah, maybe, I don't know. It yeah. seems like that one of those films that they they kind of made to get in on the slasher craze, yeah. and then I don't know why it was stuck so long. I mean, four years is quite some time to film something and then shelf it for you. Yeah, because it, it actually would have been quite close to the early you know, yeah, Friday the 13th. So it wouldn't have actually been that far behind, but because it came out in 1987, it was then quite far behind on this trend of like, yeah, it kind of yeah. already missed. The, I'm not, I'm almost not surprised that I, from what I can read of things, this is, this wasn't like a huge hit or wasn't well handled kind of thing. I don't yeah. feel like it got that old. And I feel like maybe because it, it missed its time kind of thing. It missed cashing in like by the end of the 80s they were already we were several friday the 30s in we were we were going crazy with it already we halloween yeah loads of sequels they'd already been there and done that so seeing a film so similar i can't imagine would have been a major kind of draw or even a a thanksgiving theme for the film like they couldn't even really play that up that much kind of thing well like, that's there i mean going just skipping forward yeah that hit- it hits your point because we can't we get two main scenes and one of them is of obviously it introduces kind of terry as he is at the moment kind of a very cool very social lots of friends that sort of stuff and then we we also get the doctor saying that todd is starting to remember things and that he's saying that he doesn't think he killed anybody and xyz and then we jump to the thanksgiving scene which is obviously the scran in some turkey, and they get a phone call to say that Todd has escaped. I'm sure that is the only... Mo- if, the- if it wasn't for this scene, and specifically if it wasn't for them eating this turkey, it doesn't have a Thanksgiving theme to it. It's really weird. Because yeah, there's no. no there's no celebrations, there's no, like, decorate... I don't know if you decorate for Thanksgiving, but there's, like, no... Outside of like chain turkeys that I've seen on the thing. I don't really think there is. I think it's just an autumn theme, isn't it? It's just autumn. It's just pumpkins and like it's very much related. It's still within the like the pumpkin kind of the pump, like not pumpkins, but like autum
killed people because Todd was back and he could blame it on Todd. Yeah. But it's also it's the the moment that triggers Terry doesn't come from hearing that his brother's escaped. It comes from hearing that his mum is engaged. You kind of see that Terry's a bit like, what? What's going on here? So it's a really weird kind of thing because it is never yeah, played up too much. No, neither. So yeah, like you said, like um, the there is that weird unlink between like, is it the Todd thing or was it her mother getting engaged? Like, which one is yeah. it? It's not specifically like, say, like Halloween. It's not specifically like that date has a moment of significance. It doesn't seem like Thanksgiving. It wasn't like they were sat at a movie theatre on Thanksgiving or anything like that. No, so I don't think so. There's, there's, yeah. not, there's not that link there either. So, yeah, it, it although we said, like we've said this as a thing, this is because this is seen as a Thanksgiving horror film or one of the only Thanksgiving-based horror films out yeah. there. Um, so this is why we're kind of covering it for this one. And there's mention of Turkey, but, you know, that's kind of most of where it stops is the fact that it appears... Yeah. It appears to be coming home for the holiday, but even that isn't really playing up with the idea of Todd is coming home for the holiday, you know, the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday, or um, and you know, it's it's really odd. Like, um, and also just just as a little tidbit that popped into my head, I, I realized it does say the release date was March. <laughs> so yeah. this film really <laughs> didn't play up the Thanksgiving bit like at all, I'm guessing. It really failed no. on that part because March is very late to be saying it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of how the actual kind of going back to the point I was saying, it gets straight into it. Yeah. Shortly after we hear that, um, you know, uh, Todd has has broken out. We are introduced to um, who is equivalently that you know the the woman version of Doctor Loomis. Uh, <laughs> his doctor said, "Who's I think the doctor says or tells you know someone that." Todd never killed anyone. Um, but that is basically all we get from her because once I, I timed it and it is very much like Halloween in terms of storyline, but we get our first proper kill. And I say proper kill because it's not in the opening of the film yeah. at around the 20 minute mark. And then after that, which is um, him killing his soon to come stepdad, we'll talk about the kills after this but yeah we get we basically get a uh scene where he kills his stepdad and then we get a scene where he kills the um doctor's i, I was about to say apprentice <laughs> like oh, yeah, sith, his, like they're sith lords but yeah, his, odd, kills, his odd sidekick which seems his complete, sidekick yeah who seems completely out of place i gotta be honest like does not yeah. seem like someone you would ever be hiring to be with even the way dressed is like, yeah. what other 80s movie did you just appear from? As <laughs> yeah. like, yo, I'm your assistant now, like with his like tranquilizer gun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's like it's a big game animal that's escaped yeah. instead of a murderer. And then we get, a, we, we get one randomly edited scene in. And I've, I'm sure it's a scene of his mum just eating some leftovers, like eating some corn and some green beans. And then we get the doctor's death. We literally we get a scene where the doctor turns up and says, um, you know, he's, uh, we're, we're tracking Todd. He says he didn't kill anyone. We're looking for him. You go this way. I'll go that way. Splitting the yeah. party, which is never a good move. <laughs> and then we get those three deaths with a scene of her eating, his mum eating in between. And the deaths are great, don't get me wrong. I think the deaths are really cool. 
but it's so quick like oh it, it is so quick. Like, like there, there was certain fit, like um uh, this was my first viewing of this film yeah so you, you'd seen it before and i was definitely like i thought the opening was really cool but a lot of the stuff with the random scenes in between stuff like it basically just feels like all it wants to do is just do the deaths and the deaths are really quite cool but the rest of it like the mum we just get like you said the scene of eating sweet corn and green beans a scene of her like cleaning the oven a scene yeah. of her sat on the phone That's another scene of her like several scenes of her crying at the phone like the mum is just like oblivious to anything that's happening around her kind of thing which is fine because it's all spread around but yeah. it, it mainly seems to be that we mainly jump between um terry killing someone an occasional scene of todd and yeah. then it's pretty much just scenes of the mum in random locations around the house cleaning or crying <laughs> yeah and it seems to be that um the the scenes like you said the scenes seem to go that terry will kill someone and then there will be a scene of his mum randomly doing something every now and then we get todd like ran like todd's barely in this film every now and then we yes, get todd. yeah and then we get characters who either just turn up and then just say, okay, I'm going to go look for Todd. And then, or they say, okay, I'm going to go somewhere. And that's all it seems like. It just seems like characters turning up saying, I'm here to look for Todd, go and die. Or I'm yeah. going here. They just turn up, say they're going somewhere and then go somewhere else. And I don't know if you noticed this. There's something that really stuck out to me this time watching it. Like I said, this is maybe my third or fourth time watching this and i do i think i it's a gem of a film for me because it's you could just it, it's so easy to watch um but sitting down and actually tr looking at it and making notes on it there's a lot of stuff i noticed and i don't know if you noticed this but a lot of the sets seem to just be reused there's not it's not say we have like in usual you know in regular films you'll have maybe three or four kind of main locations but then you'll have lots of different shots within that location so for instance um i think last week we did the babadook didn't we and you'll get i mean the main all the sh all of the main kind of shots are all locations are house work or somewhere but within yeah. that you'll probably you might get maybe eight or within the house itself you'll get eight nine maybe ten different locations where the shots take place but in this it seems to be that the that they rotate either around the same shot of a bridge yeah the same shot of the woods one or two houses it, it either seems to be terry's house or the house of the single mum um there's a patio area, with and a, I guess with it's the a car patio. and things, yeah. Where yeah, the car is either on the patio or the car's not on the patio. Yeah, <laughs> and the same chairs. That's yeah. even reused. And a lot of the times, it's static shots. It's not, you know, it's just static, and then occasional close-up. You don't really get the camera following many people. No. You don't really get, you know zooms in zoom it's, in it's or... very simple it's very simple direction here i gotta it's be honest very simple it almost it it i mean it, there's even stuff like online where you it. see that i believe like like people like um producers or writers actually had little roles in this film almost as if they yeah. were trying to make this up as they 
they went along Maybe. kind of thing. Like yeah. there's, there's a definite, I, I believe this was my first time viewing. So, and yeah. I haven't, I didn't, I only watched it through the once. I feel like if I watched through this again, I feel like there would be a major amount of continuity errors here. Probably. Like um, I feel like, because I feel like characters appear in certain places. Like you have Todd at one point where he appears in the forest and talks to the little girl, but that's a yeah. long time before Todd gets anywhere near the house, but he's in the, he's in, it's implied that the area he's in, the little girl only lives very nearby where they live. So I'm like, yeah. why is it taking him so long to get from in the forest to over to the house? And exactly, why, why are people that are like talking to people in the car saying, I'm going to go off and get someone like they say they're like going in the car, but then he get like the same character then gets killed, like not long after on the bridge kind of thing. And it's all a bit like, uh, yeah, there was just points when I was like, wait a second, where, where are we? Like, where's people going? I don't know. Yeah. Where. <laughs> It's very weird. Uh, all I know is that you're going to die in a minute. Like, Terry's yeah. going to kill you. And you all trust Terry. So you're kind of... It's one nice thing is the fact that Terry is there. And therefore, because they're so used to him and they're settled with him, like, part of me doesn't actually believe that Terry hasn't been killing things. I feel like he's just been doing it in secret for a long time. Maybe, yeah. But when he, he goes does, off this yeah. time, he's just so gleefully like, yeah, I'm just I'm just, I'm just, killing you. I, I don't it is kind of class. I'm going to walk over to you bit. and I'm going to kill you and I'm going to have fun doing it. <laughs> like when he's um, towards the end, when he's like bouncing on the diving board. Yeah. And just like, hi, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of like Patrick Bateman, the way in which he is, you know, yeah. he's quite charismatic and stuff. And, people, and it's weird. Like, so the first kill is obviously his suit to be stepdad. And his stepdad's on the phone, uh, and he's having a, you know, he's having a little, a little glug of some beer, and then his hand get gets cut off, and then he gets stabbed in the head, and it's so beautifully done, you know, the hand cut off, because it's yeah. the thing that I think it really does play in this film's strength is it's surprisingly gory with some really good looking effects. You kind yeah. of expect it to, like when he gets his hand cut off, you think, okay, that's got it's got a cut, and we're going to do it, but instead. We see the bloody stump, but then we see the hand on the floor twitching, holding yeah, a beer. That was cool. You know, and it's cool. And then the the death after that, we see um which is a uh, one of my kind of like And it doesn't even like with that death, it doesn't even stop there. It's quite no. there's quite a brutality kind of there. Like mm. he, he gets quite butchered, that stepdad. Yeah. Um and then it's it is very cool that part. And then the second death where it's the doctor's kind of assistant <laughs> and Terry walks up and, you know, he's, this is so funny. Every time he gets me, he's smoking, you know, the, the assistant is like, oh, they told me to chill out. So he starts burning a zoo. And then Terry's, you know, like with a machete behind his back. And he's, he, he takes the spliff off him and he starts like smoking. And then the guy says to him, oh, yeah, he told me that like Todd, Todd never killed anyone. And then he clocks. Um, and then Terry stabs him, but whilst he's stabbing him, he's still smoking this little pinner. And yeah. I just absolutely, just absolutely loved it, you know. Because, yeah, again, we don't see, it doesn't just cut off. We see the, you know, we see the machete kind of go in his back and then slide through him. And then the female Loomis dies kind of immediately after where she just bumps into Terry in the woods and then... We, we don't quite her. see it, yeah. We don't quite we see, don't the see actual, it. We don't see the slice part, but we see her then, like, in half, which is very yeah. cool. And then her like, legs twitching and stuff. Yeah, yeah all and she's really kind of, cool. like, moving backwards. She, she moves back a tiny bit, so it adds a little extra effect there as well. She's, like, screaming and wiggling with half of her body kind of gone. Yeah. Like, like by that point, I feel like you'd probably already be gone, but it's a cool effect to be like, oh, look. Yeah. 
she's <laughs> yeah. screaming still she's alive she's dead she's yeah. <laughs> um, it's very yeah it's very like yeah this special effect is for me was kind of the redeeming part of the film like i can't yeah it's it, it's a it's a it's a very miles away from uh, halloween or even a friday the 13th it's definitely a poor man's kind of slasher but its effects are as good as say Friday the Thirteenth, like those kind of parts is what saves yeah. it. And also, ter- the 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 um the actor playing um Terry and Todd, Todd uh, Lu- uh, Lu- uh, no, wrong person, Mark Soper. Uh, he does a very good job of actually showing the differences between two characters, and he is like yeah. you said. Patrick Bateman one, I think, is a good kind of one because he seems gleefully enjoying the fact that all of these years, everyone has believed that he's like he's a bit of a narcissist, but he's a bit like yeah. but like everyone seems to be. I feel like more people would have clocked on that he's a bit of an ass, but he seems to have been loving the fact that he's got away with this lie, and now he's really loving the fact that he gets to go around and the way he's revealing yeah. the way he's revealing the lie to everyone is just I'm gonna fucking slice you up. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm gonna get me some of that cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's it. It's, it's not like, cranberry I would, sauce. <laughs> I would I would rather watch this than some some of the early Friday the 13th, to be honest, just because of how quick it gets into it and how easy it is to watch. Like we do, we get like a bunch of kills. And it seems that like if Terry's not doing something, then he kills. He's just he's just killing someone. Um, But the scene where Andrea is trying to seduce Terry, like we've kind of touched on that. That's quite funny. And that kind of though the scene where, um, you know, uh, I can't believe what her name is, but it's Bill um, and Andrea. That's it. When Andrea comes back and she's like, you know, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get you a, a rich daddy to her baby, and she's putting some lingerie on. That scene is great, you know, where he knocks on the door and he's like, oh, the kid who was here, you know, he's come back, and he opens the door, and Terry's just there, like, hello. And then obviously he, you know, he gets an off-screen death. But then when Andrea kind of goes to knock on the door and she opens it and sees Bill's head hanging, that's awesome. And when she's kind of in an escape and she tries to put a coat on and then Terry just comes out of nowhere and just helps her put the coat on. It's yeah. so fucking evil. Yeah. And then, you know, he loves and then playing he just, with his meal. <laughs> yeah, playing with his meal. And then he just, you know, obviously I think she dies off screen as well. But there's a lot well, of... We see, the, we, we see the blade come out. Of her oh yeah, that's it. We see the blade. It's quite a cool effect. Chest. We see the blade come out, and um, yeah, you feel quite sad because that, obviously that's the there's just the child left. I, I was well, literally, I was even at one point thinking he seems so like off that I, I was like, is this film going to push it to a yeah. baby death or something like that? Like he walks in, and I could just imagine, like, because of the way his character was, I could just imagine him just walking off and like not really doing anything, but just walking by and just quickly like stabbing the cop or something like that. Yeah. Just like that kind of <laughs> that kind of sick. Like you're not showing the death, but it's implied that it's like boom. But no, they didn't. Yeah, I, I thought they might have gone there, but no, nah, they is, left. They left the baby. Is Julie? Is it Julie who's our kind of our final, our final girl kind of thing? Is it? Julie? I can't remember. No, the it's not Julie. I, I don't know. Julie, Julie might be the mother. I can't remember who it is. Obviously, I can't remember her name. Um, it's Karen. She didn't leave a huge effect. It's Karen who is um, probably because yeah. she's not in it. She's not actually in too much. She's in the the when they're sat around at the meal with the stepdad and the Thanksgiving yeah. kind of meal at the start. Um, but there was just a weird thing in my head that keep running throughout because 
she has this kind of thing where she keeps talking about Terry like she wants to be with him. Yeah. And yet at that meal, I got nothing but like disdain for him. I, I She looked like she fucking hated him at that meal. She like, was barely, in, yeah. She but was she barely, barely talked. talked and she was looking at him and the look on her face was so like, kind of like, okay, like as if he was talking, they kind of made me think, I was like, it almost felt like, oh, we're trying to set her up with this lass and like she doesn't want it at all. So then when she came in later and she was like, oh yeah, Terry this and oh, but I need to go and see Terry. It was like, <sighs> Okay. <laughs> I love it. She, I, I not, love what she, I did not get that at all from her. That no. She was into him at all. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Karen. Um, that's the character's name. Is it Karen? And it, and it is, like you said, it is weird because she's the one who stumbles on Todd. And it was it's it's class because she bumps into him. She's like, you know, I want you, you know, you look like you've been, you know, you're too high. And he does. He looks like he's white here, you know. He's yeah. like... He's like praying it out. He's in the middle. He's in the midst of an ecstasy here. You know, he's fucking like zoning out. And she's like, starts giving him this speech. And then she's like, Terry, I want you to make love to me. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not Terry. I'm Todd. Um, I know. And that, yeah. But we don't. Poor, we don't poor really Todd, do. who's been just like, he's been completely like Todd is. Todd is standing there at the very beginning of this film, and he looks like like Michael Myers when he was just silent. And when the like when the parents came up to the house, he yeah. stood out the front. Like, but he is just like like he seems to be perpetually stuck as like a child almost yeah. is what we get from him. He's not, he's definitely not hands on. And again, we don't get a lot, but he seems they kind of give him kind and like um, so the actor's doing a very good job of like differentiating those two characters. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, but even then, like you're kind of there in your head, like she wants to pipe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll then pretend we get... to be Terry for a while. <laughs> yeah. He should have just done that. Imagine if he did that. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's like, just yeah, that. Yeah, the next scene is like pipes. them post-sex, like, and he's yeah. like, oh, by the way, my name's Todd. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually Todd. Um, I try to, yeah, we get then some more kind of uh we get some more deaths i think there's you know two people who go and play tennis and then they try and pipe on the on the diving board as well which were like i i was watching it's, that it's scene. the last that was trying to pipe terry yeah. earlier she the, gets piped. She, she's piping but yeah on like the diving board and that and was kind of cool it was cool but it made me think like i remember when i had swimming lessons when i was young and i would go on the diving board and the board was so rough because, like, it had to give you good grip. Yeah, and yeah I can't yeah. imagine it would be the nicest place to to either <laughs> lay pipe or be piped on. You know, I, f- I feel I feel like it was more a setting thing than it was about. Like, I think they wanted to set up the uh, swimming pool for the finale, so they did. Oh yeah, it. definitely. But uh, I feel like they're going to go that much. I, I was just more. I thought you were about to say like, all I can imagine now is like when I was a child, how many people piped on the diving boards? <laughs> <laughs> how many people do you think actually pipe on those diving boards? <laughs> not because it was a you know it was a it was a decent swimming pool, but you never know, man. It wasn't yeah. like a public one that was open well, all hours. Like the the guy gets his like sl- uh, his throat slit and go goes into yeah. the pool, so you see the pool like blood filling, which is cool. Kind of um, and then she, uh, actually, I can't. I'm actually blanking on what happens to her. I think she just she just gets sliced in the head and then chopped tro- up a bit. Yeah, I, I think that was yeah. that's why I was imagining. I was imagining. All I can remember is the machete kind of coming down on her. Um, There's a lot of slices to the face in this film. So yeah. there's, you know, in the opening we get a slice to the face. Um, Andrea gets a slice to the face. Somebody else gets sliced in the face. There's a lot of it. 
it, it, it works very well though because it's, it's written that quite a lot of horror films hide away from because it's quite yeah. it's, it's quite a hard effect to pull off the the interaction of the blade to the face and making it look yeah. real it's quite a hard one for us, a lot of them to pull off kind of thing like yeah it can come off a bit stage you know a bit like stage show like even in the original friday the 13th obviously you have the axe to the face kind of thing yeah and even then it's quite obvious like that they've had to do like a half and half kind of thing with the face to make it look real yeah whereas here the slices look quite effective and you can see the blood in their marks like straight away so they've done some good little editing shots to make that work yeah um and then we kind of you know we get i think we get some more deaths because some of Terry's friends have also turned up and a lot of the deaths in this are either Terry taking somebody by surprise um, or somebody seeing uh, Terry. And somebody who going, trusts him, basically. Somebody who trusts him. Even going, oh, got, God, I, yeah. I thought you were Todd. No, luckily you're Terry. Even oh, when I'm he's dead. got a blade, I swear there's even, there's definitely one where even when he's got a blade, they're still like, ah, it's Terry. <laughs> yeah. And he's there's just a like, bit... boom, into that, like, dead. <laughs> yeah, there's, Somebody who um it's because there's a couple who go there's Artie I know who gets stabbed in the neck with a carving fork which is a cool death yeah and yeah. then there's his girlfriend and yeah I think he walks she walks up to him he's covered in blood and he's got a blade and she's like what what's going on he's like oh this is Todd's he's killing everyone and she's like oh cool and then he just kills just her kind of trust, yeah yeah it's but then yeah. I guess you kind of would you know. You you would be like your assumption spent... isn't to die, and also if you don't know that loads of people are dead, yeah. If you see what I mean, like I don't think she realizes that lots of people are dead, so you might just be thinking because that's where I swear that isn't that the line where he he, he says it several times that this isn't cranberry sauce or whatever kind of yeah. thing. This isn't Probably. cranberry sauce. Todd's killing people. This is like Todd's weapon or something like that. It's like basically yeah. what he implies. Again, there's the only other Thanksgiving link is <laughs> turkey cutting <laughs> and. Uh, this isn't cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I kind of, then we you know we we kind of get to the point where the mum's fucking steaming. You know she's just been on the booze, and she rings you know she rings the police, and then she finds you know Terry's oh, yeah. bloody t-shirt in the bin before kind of seeing uh, I seeing found somebody's uh, head. Spin. The mum is the character that I definitely found quite. I found her quite grating, to be honest. I found that her performance was quite over the top. Yeah. Um, she, she was one I struggled with, because every time I went to a scene of her, when it was just her silently cleaning, then that's fine. But those scenes where she sat on the sofa, and we get it like we get like three separate scenes between like deaths and other yeah. characters, where she is just like sobbing and crying. I don't know who she... I don't even remember who the hell she's calling, whether it's it's ambulances or the the the, the asylum yeah. or wherever the hell it is but she's just basically just drunk and crying at people down the phone yeah <laughs> and so it sounds weird. like there's nothing and it's such weird scenes and i don't know I, and i also i didn't really believe it that much so i found i found that those scenes really kind of took me out kind of for a bit because i was like oh like it's her again including yeah. including and we'll come to it in a minute her final scene at the end i just really made me go oh okay <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of a bit like no i, sure I, I liked know. i liked the earlier on i liked the idea that she has the denial and that she's not quite believing it um it's just the fact that that's still kind of with that like there's no progression really in that throughout the film there doesn't seem to be any like acceptance of Todd or anything. Like it's just literally she just keeps up the same thing throughout the entire film, and I expect to see some progress with that. And I know we do have progress, but it only happens because in a twist. 
So she's still actually in denial the whole film. There's a twist to it, yes, but it still did, like I don't know, certainly didn't work for me towards the end. But I think we'll come. We should come back to that in a second. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. You know, uh, it was good fun. You know, to be honest, it was like uh, I don't know. It was a it was a nice little twist. I thought. You know that we get to the swimming pool because that's kind of where the climax of the film takes. Yeah, place. Karen's got the baby from the house, and it's kind of she's seen yeah. everything that's happened. She knows it's Terry. Well, does she know it's Terry, or she knows it's one of them? Um, it's not. I guess to the characters in the film, it's still not really clear who's who. But I feel like they should be able to recognize because it's got fucking Terry's clothes on that he's had on the entire night. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but there still seems to be a little bit of confusion at time. But yeah, that like we said before, I said before about the uh, the gleefulness that Terry is chasing them around, like going after her, like he's enjoying popping up or just standing watching them, like on the diving board, just bouncing around, yeah. like hi. Like there's a there, there's a lot of fun to be had with the twin kind of part of the film, or at least mainly Terry's character. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun, like you said. Terry's character is kind of the main one that that, that takes the film. We don't really get a whole lot of Todd. No, we just I, see him in yeah. in in a handful of scenes, to be honest, until we get to the very end where. The twins come to a confrontation, which was fucking hilarious. Because I don't know if you noticed this, but um, every t- when they met each other, they they would show um, the actor. Mark, is it Mark so- Sopper? Yeah. Sopper? They would show him, and then somebody stood opposite him wearing the other twins' clothes with a wig on. Yeah. And it's most obvious when Terry is talking to Todd because Todd's hair and f- whole physique kind of completely change and I was creasing at it. It's yeah, it, it keeps flicking because the, <laughs> the, the other bad kind of choice that's poor is the fact that they keep swapping between shots of the actor in both on each side yeah. of points. Yeah, so they do. then it becomes really obvious that the other one, because you're quickly cutting from a shot of, say, Terry, and then you cut to a shot of Mark Supper as Todd, but then you'll suddenly be like, well, uh, you literally just showed me the physique of Terry and I yeah. can clearly see that that's not ty- that's not Terry. That's you know that's not Mark Supper anymore. I can clearly see he's the actor, <laughs> including the like the fact that it's quite obviously a different actor, especially when they're in the water together. Yeah, you can see like them moving around. It's like that's a way like different shape of a guy. <laughs> it's so weird, but I absolutely kind of loved it, man. It, it just, no, it adds the charm of like it, it, there's a there's a certain kind of charm like that to like within the film. Um, like I do think that Mark Supper holds this film together he's odd but he like he's odd in his Terry form but there's something enjoyable about it and he does work well with what Todd is and he does make them seem separate but the special effects in that I think is what holds this film together which makes it enjoyable you're kind of there you're kind of there for the Terry show kind of thing you're there to just let people get butchered I think the rest of it like the acting in certain parts is quite poor especially like the fake, yeah, it's not the, the anti the, the the Dr. Loomis replacement is like fine in her uh, first scene as the psychiatrist, obviously in the asylum with um, Todd, which is a very odd scene with the whole like breaking up the cake or whatever he's doing, like throwing yeah. it out. Um, she's all right in that form, but as soon as she steps out and she's there, she seems so out of place. It's like you shouldn't be chasing him down like this. This doesn't quite make sense. It's, you're not Dr. Loomis. 
Um, there's, there's a reason Dr. Loomis was out doing that. Like, not every psychiatrist suddenly goes, oh, it's my duty to go out and chase him down, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Including the whole lines with the, uh, the it's a, a dark gun, you know what I mean? A tranquilizer gun. Yeah. <laughs> and him, him selling that. it, like him playing around, like the kid playing around, like he's in some kind of cop show or something like that. It's yeah. just like, it's so, at times, it, certain parts like that, and like, I feel like at times the mum, like certain parts just feel so weirdly out of place in the film but it does it's part of the charm i can see what the charm is with that yeah kind of thing. the charm's there it's a yeah. very it's very easy to watch and it's kind of like it gets into the kills quickly you you know your antagonist is fun like terry is quite a funny character um the gore's good i can imagine if you'd have watched um nightmare in shadow woods and <laughs> it had been all of the gore cut out. I can imagine it wouldn't. It wouldn't be anywhere near it. But yeah, it's interesting because it, yeah. the running time is exactly the same. So the uncensored, the censored version is eighty-two minutes. The uncut version is eighty-two minutes. So I've got Which to imagine. I've got to imagine that all that was cut is literally like a second from each of the deaths. You know, like a second of the gory. Like you forget how yeah. short the shots can be. So I guess they they could. It could be less than sixty seconds that are cut when they're cutting out. Say like literally like three seconds of the blood coming out of the yeah. single mum's chest, the blade coming out, things like that. Like if you cut those moments, I guess, or like there was still must have been gore, but if you didn't get to see it in the same way, I can definitely like like you're saying is like I can see how that would be like, oh well, it was a bit tame and it was yeah. a bit all over the place. This isn't great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and then should we should we kind of touch on the, the end twist. The the the, 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 twist. the somewhat twist like, like I said before, I've, the, the obvious twist coming into this film before I watched it was in my head going, it's going to be like, the twist of this film is obviously going to be, which one is the actual twin? Which one is, yeah. it, is it a twist at the end? Like, that wasn't the actual twin. And, and technically, they don't take that route with the twist, but they do still kind of use it but from the perspective of the mum. <laughs> yeah. Tell us I what kind of, <laughs> I, it, it was kind of really really kind of brutal because you know we we get to the swimming pool and we we kind of see a kind of a slight confrontation between um between terry and todd um and then uh you know terry kind of absolutely batters todd around a bit um, yeah and then they both kind of go you know go into the pool i think um but then the mum appears and she sh she starts unloading fucking clips into terry thinking yeah. that she she's she's killed uh she's killed todd so then she starts kind of you know and this is this was a part that was weird for me she kind of takes um she kind of embraces todd and starts saying you know all of these things to him like you're you know i'm glad you're safe and you're the you know the you're not the evil one she kind of says all these things like i love you so much and stuff and it almost feels like they they wanted to go for one really strong line to express you know the motherly bond about how yeah. you know, he wants to protect her her son who she sees as being pure as opposed to her evil son and instead it's almost like they left the camera rolling and were just like just keep saying shit because she keeps saying these things yeah she must say you know which makes it seem completely insane like yeah and maybe that's the intention to make her seem 
Like, she I mean, I was like, literally almost getting vibes of like, is she about to try and kiss him? <laughs> like, yeah, is she about to try like... and make love to her son or something right now? <laughs> it's a bit like too much, isn't it? It, it, um, it was, it was odd. Um, into that part, but I also because I feel like like um, I'm sh- I'm certain there's a shot where she gets to see Terry in that clothing earlier in the film. I'm certain that yeah, like, right. he changed clothes. Yes, I don't know. He, changed, he had a know. shirt, but I'm sure she saw him again. But even then, it's still a case of I don't know. The, there's such a there is quite an obvious distinction made between them, I guess, because of him. But they're in the swimming pool, so I guess that all gets washed off and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I just wasn't expecting it to be that she's like, oh my god, that wasn't Terry. That was that was that that you're Todd? What do you mean? I killed Terry, like I killed the good one. Like she's coming to terms with it, which I get it. I just I just didn't think it, it worked for me at I all. I thought it was really cool. I really liked it to be honest. I don't know why it was just I felt like we knew that I, I quite like the idea that we knew, but she didn't, you know, and I, and the realization that it wasn't Todd that she'd killed, you know, it was, it was Terry and that Terry was, you know, was the murderer, but she's kind of almost so used to not, you know, to, to the lie and to Todd being the murderer that it's shattered. I I mean, it makes more sense for why she walks in and just starts blasting. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Has that gun and just goes for it. Yeah. She just walks in. So anyway, I started blasting. It's literally like that. She just starts unloading into him. Um, uh, there was definitely I don't know I, I don't know if it was I think past believe for me it might just be her performance is the fact that she'd been made into such a kind of she felt almost comedic in her kind of the way she was yeah. doing stuff throughout the film like she felt that kind of over top to me that that last bit just it, it just played numb to me I was just like it doesn't feel like, that doesn't feel really much it didn't feel that like real to me and you had Todd there like oh shit mum really still really doesn't like me does she <laughs> like yeah. um, um the fact that she can't kind of take it but i feel like there were so many signs that yeah i get the idea of the denial but i guess maybe in a better horror film it would have played that kind of maybe the mother's denial has been the death has been the death of the son that she i guess truly loved or whatever but in this one it just felt like a last minute like okay oh i see what i see what you're doing there but no <laughs> it's yeah. just not it wasn't played I... for me it just felt like another like ending on a really weird note of like mum screaming in this kind of fake scream kind of yeah over it the ended top. on a really weird note and we find I'm... nothing else um no about well we that's kind of what i i i did i do love that it just has this kind of strange ending yeah. um and they try to play it as if it's like as if we're watching some kind of greek tragedy yeah but it's like they the mum is so underused yeah that we don't there's no kind of you know there's nothing really to kind of feel i don't know i don't know how to express it but the mum's just so underused whereas because you just get scenes of her like scranning and then scenes of her on the phone and then scenes of her drinking and finding the clothes so it, it kind of makes you think that there maybe they could have done something different where the mum Eva has, you know, such a strong hatred for, for Todd and wanting to protect who she thinks is the good son that she goes out hunting him or 
maybe she starts to suspect that Terry is actually lying. Yeah. You know? That's what I mean, though. I I actually think that the twin part and the mother's denial is actually... I actually think there is a good horror film hiding in this film. In between, like, there's great special effects, but I think there's actually a really good horror film that could be made out of this. I kind of would like someone to go and make a remake of this film and focus on the mother's denial, the twin kind of part of it. Yeah, Because I feel like there's a strong story in there of how the mother has to kind of overcome this denial she's made herself believe about her child, where the evidence is proven to her that's actually different to then actually go. And I feel like there is actually a film out there that's about this exact topic. But still, but I I feel like there's actually a strong case to be made that you could remake this film and make a better film. That you could make a stronger, on the themes that they've built, without it being too much of a Halloween-like it's not that close kind of thing. There are close parts to very similar slashes that they're taken from, but there's yeah. definitely some originality in there that I think could be used to make this thing. I, I think, I think blood rage should get or slasher or nightmare of the lake, whichever one you yeah. want to call it. I think it could make quite a good remake. Yeah. I think there's, de- there's something there, but it's almost like they had the fairy bones of the film. Like yeah. somebody went in and was thinking okay like i've just watched halloween i want to do a twist on this let's make it twins uh the good one gets sent away and then let's have him escape and kill people and um, let's have him escape then the other one kills and blames it on him and then the mum shoots the good one yeah and then kills herself and that's the film and they're like oh shit let's go let's go record it and then they filmed it and then they were like we have like 50 minutes of a film here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to film. We need some exposition. So it it get feels like a fairy... the <laughs> Yeah, get get the mum clean in the oven. She's still in the costume. Yeah. Get her eating some sweet corn, you know? It <laughs> it feels like there's like have Terry go and deny piping all around town. Yeah. <laughs> it just like has these moments where it feels very weird and it feels like it's and it... it could have been really it, it definitely it doesn't feel like a Thanksgiving film, really, at all. No. Um, if, it, yeah, has, it, feels it has like... reference to Thanksgiving. So, again, if you want to remake it, why not? Up to Thanksgiving theme. We haven't had a good Thanksgiving, like a, full, a fully good Thanksgiving horror theme film. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now someone hasn't made more of, like, a turkey kind of base, like, killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have. Oh, they have. Thanks they killing. have. Oh, there's Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing, okay. I mean, yeah. like an actual made one, though, not, not like a sci-fi channel made like shit. Oh, like a big, yeah. <laughs> like someone's tried to take it in an interesting way, like, you know, like yeah, a Krampus or something. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think, yeah, it does, you know, it ends with her, with the mum's kind of suicide, which is pretty rough. Yeah. Um, And then it just kind of ends. And then it's like, play the song it, from the beginning again. It's a very 80s thing to do that, though. Like it is, I've, isn't it? I've watched quite a lot of, like recently and like quite a lot of eighties or early, very early nineties. And I feel like in the nineties that we had a much more bigger thing of, we have to show a resolution when we have to kind of show yeah. where these characters have gone, you know, um, you definitely get those in the nineties and noughties kind of ages kind of more. It needs to, we need to follow these characters fully. I feel like in the eighties, it wasn't really fully a character kind of thing. It was a very like, that's it. They've ended there. Like some of them work, like say Halloween in the seventies that worked to just leave it there. Cause it added that nice kind of yeah. the trauma, 
Um, but in a lot of them, I feel like a lot of 80s ones are watched like Slumber Party Massacre, Initiation, all these ones that I've watched recently. And they are, um, they are pretty much, they pretty much just as soon as the character, the, the villain's dead, it's like, and cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, fuck, it is, isn't it? Fuck that. But, but, you know, in some of them, it's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. It's a slasher film. They're alive. I'm, I'm sure they went off to do good things. In this one, though, it feels a little bit more like, I mean, does Todd get anything nice or is Todd going to get arrested and blamed for it? Or yeah. know, There's a little bit of open questions left up there. Is, is anything going to happen to them? There's a few left open questions where it kind of would have been nice to maybe see, like, I don't know, stick with Thanksgiving and go, like, a year later, Thanksgiving. I'd see what- like, see if Todd's got some normality or is Todd, like, being blamed for the crimes and, you know, or does mum start blasting up Todd? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's like, yeah. She stops crying and goes, oh, wait, if, if you're the top, then oh, I should be killing you now. <laughs> well, how could you're she? She blew her brains out. She reanimates. Oh, she kills herself, yeah. Yeah, she reanimates and then takes him down. Again, though, she shoots herself, but even though she thinks that she's killed the wrong one and she might still think the killer's there. So she could have she could have been like, I'm going to blast you and then I'm going to blast myself and end of film. She's killed. They're all dead. That's more Greek tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. But she I should have started just blasting Todd against that wall, just blasting him up. Just blasting him. And, then, and, then, and then we can cut to then we can cut to black because it's fine. They're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> the baby and Rachel uh, Rachel was it Rachel? I don't remember now. Lauren. Karen. Karen. There you go. I was thinking in my head, I was like, it's it's a woman's name who's normally a bitch. <laughs> it's Karen. <laughs> um, but yeah, imagine that she just basically just blasts up the room and then shoots herself. Uh, Game it's over, like, done. Yeah, you know. But yeah, a lot Karen of can bring up the baby by herself as a single mum now. <laughs> <laughs> single mum to somebody else's spawn. Yeah, it is. It's weird because, like you, like you said, a lot of films or a lot of low budget films from the eighties, particularly, they did kind of they almost ended right as the you know the res. I guess that resolution was that the person is is dead and they yeah. have survived that's almost like was the resolution and now audiences are a lot more used to having an ending which is kind which does have some resolution for yeah what the character or where the character is going to be the return and then to normality if, yeah return to is normality what is expected nowadays that you have some kind of return to normality or aftermath yeah kind of thing. Back and if then, you were it was see, like villain, well, oh, villain's death, done. Yeah, but it's almost you know we return to normality, and if we're going to set up a sequel, we kind of know where our characters are going to be for it. So yeah, yeah, it does it it, it does feel like that. Like this film ends, and then you have no resolution, and you're kind of like, oh okay, well that happened. Yeah, <laughs> at the same time, I guess with this kind of one, you literally almost suspect like mum's dead. And then because yeah. because back then, you know, if they looked at Friday the 13th and they probably looked at Halloween and went, ah, these are great because we can do one. Then we can do one that's basically exactly the same. I almost half expected yeah. again to have the whole Todd turns around and like slicks back his hair. It's like, oh, shit, somehow, somehow that's actually Terry. <laughs> somehow, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's alive to blood rage another day or to slasher another day. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns around and his, and his eyes... Are like Michael Jackson's at the end of Thriller, you know, yeah, exactly. that like, kind of thing. It would have been, it would have been awful, but at the same time, you almost expect them to set up a sequel because 
Blood Rage doesn't really have much ground for a sequel now that you've killed Terry. Like, yeah. it's almost like they were in the, like, it's almost like you half expect, like, they should have, like, had them wearing the same jeans throughout the whole film, like, just standard blue jeans, but they have different tops. And in the water fight, they lose their tops. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are wet and they are naked. They have wet clothes and they must be removed. <laughs> yeah. And then they switch somehow, you know? Yeah, they somehow switch. You don't know because they've basically got messy hair, both of them. So we yeah. think that Terry is dead, but actually, we have killed Todd. And now he is alive to keep killing in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Blood Rage yeah. 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> well, do we, is it Blood Rage 2? Is it Return to the, the Nightmare in Shadow Woods? Yeah. Is it Slasher 2? Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Blood, uh, or as I kept to call it, Blood Rage, but I kept on thinking the film was called Bloody Rage. So I kept on searching for Bloody Rage and not finding anything. <laughs> for some yeah. reason, it didn't link. So Bloody Rage. Blood, bloody rage, yeah. <laughs> blood rager, <laughs> yeah. But uh, overall, I think it's such like a, it's such a fun film. It, it's massively flawed. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like its flaws are more in less in that it's a bad nonsensical film, more that it's just like a weird film you know yeah. that kind of bad. it, it's it not... felt like it's gone through a fair amount of random edits or it was lacking a full script it yeah, feels like true. a lot of film like it and, and, and again i'll admit it's that because it, it actually feels like um you know um of all the like copycat kind of horrors out of there you know um it feels like you could have this one actually has the bones to possibly have actually been one of the better ones yeah but the directors or the screenwriters or editors or whoever it was kind of, or the studio that did it, I don't know, kind of just fucked with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, have you got any last last comments on Blood Rage? Or are you ready to no, move it, on from the it, main course? Enjoy your, yeah, enjoy your, your, your turkey. And if you want to, have some of that cranberry sauce on the side of Blood yeah. Rage. <laughs> I, I think anyone who just want, who's going in just for a mindless slasher, then you're going to have... I'll, you'll have fun with this. Yeah, just, you'll have just, just don't come in expecting the plot to be like. You know, if you might <laughs> yeah. have heard, it's like, oh, it's like a, it's like Thanksgiving's version of Halloween. Yeah, no, don't go in expecting Halloween. No, <laughs> maybe expect it... like one of the Friday the Thirteenth sequels. <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like that. Maybe a little bit more. Like maybe part, of, you know, Hall- <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Three or something like yeah. that kind of thing. Expect that kind of level of plot slash killing and you'll yeah. be all right well, it, it's fun because you know we mention um a lot of kind of a lot of the later slashes in the golden era of slashes and i know this is kind of shortly after the golden era i think the golden era was until like 84 85 or something like that and you get a lot of films like you mentioned like the like the initiation or chopping mall or something like that where yeah it is you know it's just like a bit, you know, the premises is kind of as loose as it can be. And it's just about the kills. And I think, I don't think that's, that's not a bad thing. You know, I think it's, it's a fun film. I think, you know, it's got a banging soundtrack. It's got some great gore. Is it, you know, is it a particularly scary film? No, but it's, it's a fun horror film, you know? And I think as far as, as slashes go that aren't, you know, in your, your main franchises, you know, your your Halloweens, your F13s. 
for like a one and done slasher film. I think it's it's one of the one of the better ones, you know, and, and one of the funner ones as well. Yeah, we yeah. are we are thankful for some blood rage on our We are thankful. So as always, uh, thank you for joining us for today's uh, discussion of blood rage or slasher or nightmare in Shadow Woods. Um, we hope you've had a great Thanksgiving to our uh, American friends, and for everybody else, we hope that uh, we hope that Monday hasn't been quite so bad for you. We will see you next week with another banging episode. Uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Come and let us know what you thought on Blood Rage, or if you haven't checked it out, check it out and let us know what you think. Uh, you can find us at CMTH Podcast. I think I might have just mentioned that. Um, as always, please leave us uh, a lovely review, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button, and we will see you next week. Take care. <laughs>